Hey guys, two of my all-time favorite people have started a podcast. We've got a great episode for you today. Join us on eavesdropping with Melanie and Shara. Get connected to your heart, get connected to your body, and get connected to yourself. They may not have all the answers, but they do have all the questions. All right, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) Here we go. We're going to talk today about judgment, specifically in relationship to (laughs) self-awareness. Yes. (laughs) And and this might be a short one. I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know either because I I could go all day long on, like, self-judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Pisses me off. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that I think, like, I just have one thing I want to say. Okay, say it. And... And then the rest will be whatever. Do you need to explain it? Or are you just going to come out with some fabulous thing? Um, I think I'm just going to say it. Okay. Um, I've had a client who said she just got done telling me, like, the lens in which she was speaking to me was through. Okay. Um, I'm not good enough. I, I can't do this. I should be doing that. Um, I'm really hard on myself. I perform this. I need perfectionist this. These are the lenses she's speaking through, okay? Mm-hmm. And then she tells me, I make a statement, and she goes, oh, no, I'm very self-aware. And I was like, no. True self-aware, like, you're judgmental yeah. on yourself. Yeah. That's not self-awareness. It's good. True self-awareness is absent of judgment. It's easy for us to find what's wrong and, and like, criticize ourselves mm-hmm. often. Um, what's not easy is to sit and observe ourselves Snap. with true self-awareness mm-hmm. where we are seeing how something is going, how we're behaving, and then we're like, oh, I'm noticing mm-hmm. that I got very snappy at this point. Why is that? And getting curious and inquisitive instead of judgmental. That's really good. So, that is what I wanted to say. So that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Because it, be that's not self-awareness. So I got a little pet peeve. There's yeah. so many people walking around judging themselves, calling it self-awareness. Right. Yeah, I don't, I, I am going to be honest. I am not sure that I have met someone who has been practicing judgment on themselves that's actually benefited them. Right. Right. I think you would kind of think that, that if we're practicing such an inherent, like people think it's so inherent and it's part of our nature, right? It's actually not part of our nature, but we can talk about that later. I, it's, it's such a normal thing mm-hmm. that I'm like, wait a second. Why we, I guess we just never stopped and asked, how is this, how is this benefiting? I, I, you know what it is. It's because we're trying to earn love. So if we think, if we meet this impossible standard that we'll finally get the love we have longed for our whole lives. Yes. And the truth is love comes no matter what we achieve. Mm -hmm. Which goes against Every rule of self-judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if we're good enough, if we're perfect enough, 
if we stop that, if we start this, mm-hmm. then so-and-so will accept us and this other person mm-hmm. will think we're great and that other person will allow us to, be, you know, belong in their club. Right. And we're just controlling everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the weird part is... Or we think we are. Well, <laughs> the weird part is we are controlling everything mm-hmm. so that we never get what we want because it's safer that way. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, say that again in a different way. Because it is safer for us to not get what we want. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> because it is safer for us to not get what we want. Because all we've been told, the narrative we have since we were little, is that um, greatness or really great things can destroy us. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. That's the narrative we're told, right? Oh, that's what I've been afraid of all my life. Right. It'll destroy you. You're, you'll like, you'll love money too much or you'll love this person so much that they'll ruin your lives. Or it's almost like when you get everything that you want that all your boundaries come down. You don't know how to behave. All you, your you self-management. Wild. It's like all, everything goes to shit. And I'm like, wait a second. I don't, I, I mean, think about that. I mean, if we follow this train of thought through, right? What do you think about getting everything that you ever dreamed of having? Yeah. Part of that story was not that you lose self-management, <laughs> right? It's not like, so somewhere there's this massive disconnect. Yeah. And so we just find it easier to stay small. Mm-hmm. I used to stay small so that others could feel better in my presence. But did others feel better in your presence? I don't know. You want to go ask? Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I've had more people, the more I've loved myself, mm-hmm. the kinder I've been to myself, yeah. the less judgment I've passed on myself, the more people I find are attracted to me. It's true. I'm living my, uh, my life so much better these days. Same. I feel the same way. Yeah. I'm like, my life has never been so good. Yeah. It's also never been, there are some really hard things I'm facing. Mm-hmm. But the goodness I'm experiencing far outweighs, far outweighs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's like a, it's like life. I used to be a table with only three legs (laughs) and I found the fourth leg, you know, like, Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Like the instability of that. Right. Used to be how I felt. Yeah. And, And now I feel like, Oh, I have my fourth leg. So now whatever happens to the table, whoever sits at the table, whatever meals get placed on the table, Mm. it doesn't matter. I have my fourth leg. Yeah. And I can endure the beating of being, you know, people at the table. Yeah. I thought, I don't know. Yeah, I get it. It's a crazy analogy, but. No, it's fine. I think it's great. I had, here's a pain point I want to talk about. Okay. And I know we started out saying we're going to talk about self-awareness, but this is kind of looped to this way. Okay. Um, and this is how my brain works a little bit. So everyone's along for the ride. (laughs) (laughs) It all connects. Yeah. It all connects. Of course it does. But talking about playing small and, um, years ago when I was part of a church that I adored, um, there was this man that came Mm -hmm. and, um, he says, you, Melanie, you've been like, he just knew by the spirit of God to tell me this. 
and he said, and he said it publicly in front of everybody. He said, Melanie, you weren't created to be small. You were created to be big. That you are a, a person who's supposed to live life large. Mm-hmm. And he was being silly and he called me a large liver. He's like, you're a large <laughs> liver. <laughs> um, okay. He said, so live large. That's no. what you are created to do. Live right. large. He said, because you're holding back, girl, and it's killing you. And I was like, it really is. Like, it's killing you. My point of pain was, the pastor came up to me afterwards and he says, you've been holding back? Are you kidding me? Dear God, help us all when you let it go. He was so tiny. And so this is what, right? Like this, when you ask the question, did they really, I forget the question you asked me about. Um, were they more comfortable, you know, Yeah. when you played small? Um, apparently he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that was just such a devastating moment. And here I am. I just got told by one person, girl, be free. And then yeah. this other person who's even closer to me. Who should have known you. Who should have known me. Right. Uh, tries to squash me and keep me small. I think that's what little people do. People who are hiding or people who are hiding, who don't know how to be big. They don't see how much room there is for everyone. Mm -hmm. They don't see how much room there is for everyone. There was a lot of competition for him. Right. And competition comes from earning, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So when you... When you start coming to terms with being big and accepting who you are and self-love and yeah. coming out of self-judgment, all that, right? Right. You realize, oh, there's a lot more room mm-hmm. at this table than what everyone told us there was. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> and But the weird part is you don't get there until you learn how to be big. Right. You can't, Like, you just don't, you can't see it. Right. And I, I used to... I used to give up my seat at the table all the time. Like the way I used to walk around and just live my life was like, if I went to sit at the table, if if there was any movement from anyone, I was like, oh, let me get out of this seat real quick because I, I obviously don't belong here. And you know, someone will walk by, and and then I'm like, oh, jump out of my seat because I'm not supposed to be here. And um, you know, metaphorically speaking, yeah, yeah. in life, right? And um, what I had to do was like. Tell myself to stop it. Yeah. I sit here until someone tells you not to. And that person better be. But Mel, here's what I want to say to that. Even if someone tells you not to sit there, you get a seat at the table. Right. I don't care who tells you that you don't. Right. Everyone gets a seat at the table. Right. Huh? I know. And that's what I had to get comfortable with. That I can sit at the table. Because it wasn't just that I'm in the wrong seat. It was that I didn't think... You didn't get a seat. I didn't get a seat. Yeah. And so, getting comfortable sitting at the table and making myself okay. Yeah. And just focusing. And I say making myself okay. You know. I get it. Learning to be comfortable in that space. Mm -hmm. Learning, telling myself, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You're exactly where you need to be. Look at the fruit. Look at the outcomes. Like, you're good. It's okay. 
we can re we can readjust if we want to move our seat, but yeah. we do have a seat at this table. Yeah. Um. So, um. I just had to learn to sit at the table. But I had to leave that church. Sure. To do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that refers to a previous episode where we've talked about sometimes when we start coming home to ourselves, we have to say goodbye to things that mm-hmm. we did or relationships we were in so good. that supported who we were pretending to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those relationships or those groups or those whatever, right, they can't support the real you because they're, they're structurally not sound enough to. Yeah. It was... You know, that was one of the big moments. You know, also in a previous episode, we talked about the big moment. That's yeah. going to be it, right? Yeah, yeah. I've had many big moments that shifted my life. And, yeah. and I will continue to have big moments that shift my life until I die. But that that night that that guy was like, you need to live large because that's what you were created to do. Yeah. Um, on the way to that meeting, I had actually... Um, just got an image in my head of this little chicken pecking her heart out like it was an egg mm-hmm. and the eggs moving and then this you see the little like little tiny square mm-hmm. pop off the egg and this you can see inside where this little chick is like pecking her heart out to get free yeah and um, so for me it was such a big deal when he talked about like I think he even used the word shell. Like, you've been mm. put in a shell. Mm. And it kept small. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm that little chick pecking her heart out. <laughs> trying to get out. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like imagery. I mean, it, that's important. It helps me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it helps people relate. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, like, even the, even the self-awareness part that you had about this person coming to you, giving you freedom to be yourself. Yeah. And in the next breath, this person coming to you and telling you that, like, being your big self is not acceptable. Yeah. I think in that moment, I mean, I sure, I'm sure it didn't feel that way in that moment. But right now, I feel like the self-awareness point of that is that you acknowledge the difference between the two. Yeah. And you actually had to choose which one you were going to push into. Yeah, I did. And I actually did say something back to him Ooh. when he said, oh, God help us all. Mm-hmm. I said, and it's comments like that that have kept me small, but not anymore. And I walked away. Oh, you broke that shit off. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And I don't know if he got it or not. Well, it wasn't about him. It wasn't about him. Yeah. That wasn't the point. Yeah. It was for me. It was for you. Yeah. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. People are crazy. (laughs) You know, I've probably been that person to somebody else. I mean, same. You know, where I told them, oh, dear God, help us all. I've probably been that person to somebody else. Yeah, I have my own crazy (laughs) religious stories. We can cover that another time. We should do that. We should do an episode of religious stories. Uh, Who was it like? Peter says, I was the worst of that, or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I get that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm there with you. 
Not no more. No. So self-awareness. Yeah. Minus judgment. Plus curiosity, investigation. Mm-hmm. But not investigation that is interrogation right like or introspection or introspection which is also related to self-judgment yes exactly so no navel gazing right you're not looking for it to fix it right but just self-awareness where you give yourself permission to be and then when things show up you're like Mm -hmm. oh that's interesting yeah and just pay attention yeah, I think another word that I like is um, consideration, mm-hmm. right? Of like not feeling like you have to make a decision, yeah. but observing yourself with consideration. Like, hmm, that's interesting that I'm responding this way. What's happening? Yes. Rather than, oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I just... Right. Or I'm like, oh, that's self-judgment language. I thought we were over this by now. Right. <laughs> Say consideration is like, oh, this is fascinating. Yeah, it is. What are we going to do here? Yeah. Oh, okay, we have a mess to clean up. Uh-huh. Okay, interesting. <laughs> You're getting a peek inside my own, like, dialogue with myself. Like, yeah. Shara, this is fascinating right now. You're really freaking out right now. Yeah, I was like, wow, you're losing your shit. <laughs> okay, this is a spot we need to look at more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so, I mean, there's not much to it. Here's also what I want to say about self-awareness. Yeah. Self-awareness is also recognizing that if your behavior is something that you don't like, number one, that you can change, but number two, what you need in that moment in order to facilitate change. Mm-hmm. So self-awareness, I also wanted to point out, is that it's recognizing that maybe a need in you is not getting met. Yeah. And so giving yourself the compassion and empathy that you need to recognize, hey, this is a place where I've been starved in an area. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, wow, that really sucks. Mm -hmm. So we're going to figure out, and when I say we, I mean myself. Right. Myself and I are going to figure out how to to get that need met. Yep. Right. In a healthy way. In in a... In a like, I really don't like the term healthy. What do you like? Here's why I don't like the term healthy. I view life as ecosystems. And so like if you want to choose into an ecosystem with something present in it that I don't want, that's fine. But it doesn't make you not healthy. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I kind of feel like healthy makes people either bad or good. Like you're either healthy or not healthy, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas I'm like, okay, I'm working at, at creating and cultivating an ecosystem of love and kindness. Does that mean that there's no self-hate in it? No, it just means I'm trying to lower its um, contribution to my ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not working at cultivating that. So I'm like, okay, when you go to meet a need, what are you wanting to cultivate in your life? Mm-hmm. Are you wanting to cultivate good relationships and people who love you and kindness and affection, then you're going to, you want to start practicing getting that need met in a way that creates those. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I'm really averse to the term healthy. Yeah. I can see that point of view for sure. Cause when I, when I say the word healthy, I, for me, it is very individualistic. Yeah. Cause what's healthy yeah. for one person totally. would not be healthy for another person. Correct. Yes. And, but we do, as a society, have a right and wrong, bad or good. Uh, Let's change it, Mel. 
<laughs> and it's it's there's more than one way. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so to be healthy. Yes. And, and so, um, you know, one person healthy is working out every day. Another right. person, that would not be healthy. Correct. And I so, agree with that. And so it's kind of like that. But I, I like your ecosystem analogy. Thanks. Yeah. It's good. Because I know sometimes, like, the only term that people have to connect to is healthy. And mm-hmm. I get that. And mm-hmm. I do use it in that context. But yep. internally, it, I shrink every time that I use that word. I think there's a lot of words we don't like. There is a lot. There is another podcast episode. <laughs> word straw, Mel hate. And they're probably going to get sick of us saying, let's make a podcast. I know, that's one. true. Let's make a season. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, they'll be fine. Oh, I was so excited to do this with you. I've seriously been wanting to do this for two years. So I know, this is so interesting how it's like, yeah, finally come together. Yeah, that's cool. I'm enjoying it. Me too, me too. Well, I don't have anything else to add to the whole uh, self-awareness judgment topic. I don't think I do either. Well, thanks for joining, guys. Let's uh, just end this and wrap it up and say you're beautiful, you're wonderful, and we're glad you're here. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We'd love to connect with you. Follow Shara on Instagram at The Grand Story. It's a little weird spelled out, so here it is. At T-H-E-G-R-A-N-D-E-S-T-O-R-E-Y. And you can find Melanie at MelanieHuggard.com. We can't wait to hear from you.